Here's hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 4th of April, 2023. The time is 20.03, and it is Tuesday. Now today we are going to be reading out loud from the book of Job, chapter number 1. There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. He was an upright man of integrity. He feared God and shunned what was bad. Seven sons and three daughters were born to him. His livestock amounted to 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, a 1,000 cattle and 500 donkeys, along with a very large number of servants. So he became the greatest of all the people of the East. Each of his sons would hold a banquet at his house on his own set day, they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. After a series of banquet days was complete, Job would send for them in order to sanctify them. Then he would get up early in the morning and offer up burnt sacrifices for each of them. For Job said, Maybe my sons have sinned and have cursed God in their heart. That is what Job would always do. Now the day came when the sons of the true God entered to take their stations before Jehovah, and Satan also entered among them. Then Jehovah said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered Jehovah, From rowing about on the earth and from walking about in it. And Jehovah said to Satan, Have you taken notice of my servant Job? There is no one like him on the earth. He is an upright man of integrity, fearing God and shunning what is bad. At that Satan answered Jehovah, Is it for nothing that Job has feared God? Have you not put up a protective hedge around him and his house and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his livestock has spread out in the land. But for a change, stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your very face. Then Jehovah said to Satan, Look, everything that he has is in your hand. Only do not lay your hand on the man himself. So Satan went out from the presence of Jehovah. Now on the day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The cattle were plowing and the donkeys were grazing beside them, when the Sabians attacked and took them, and they killed the servants with the sword. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another one came and said, Fire from God fell from the heavens and blazed among the sheep and the servants and consumed them. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another one came and said, The Chaldeans formed three brands and made a raid on the camels and took them, and they killed the servants with the sword. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another one came and said, Your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, Suddenly a great wind came from the wilderness, and it struck the four corners of the house, so that it fell on the young people, 
and they were killed. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. At that, Job got up and ripped apart his garments and cut the hairs of his head. Then he fell to the ground and bowed down and said, Naked I came out of my mother's womb, and naked I will return. Jehovah has given, and Jehovah has taken away. Let the name of Jehovah continue to be praised. In all of this, Job did not sin or accuse God of doing anything wrong. Chapter number 2 Afterwards, the day came when the sons of the true God entered to take their stations before Jehovah, and Satan also entered among them to take his station before Jehovah. Then Jehovah said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered Jehovah, From rowing about on the earth and from walking about in it. And Jehovah said to Satan, Have you taken note of my servant Job? There is no one like him on the earth. He is an upright man of integrity, fearing God and shunning what is bad. He is still holding firmly to his integrity, even though you try to incite me against him, to destroy him for no reason. But Satan answered Jehovah, Skin for skin, a man will give everything that he has for his life, but for a change, stretch out your hand and strike his bone and flesh, and he will surely curse you to your very face. Then Jehovah said to Satan, Look, he is in your hand. Only do not take his life. So Satan went out from the presence of Jehovah and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And Job took a piece of broken pottery to scrape himself, and he was sitting among the ashes. Finally his wife said to him, Are you still holding firmly to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You are talking like one of the senseless women. Should we accept only what is good from the true God, and not accept also what is bad? In all of this, Job did not sin with his lips. Three companions of Job heard about all the calamities that had come upon him, and each came from his own place. Elishab, the Timonite, Bildad, the Shuhite, and Sophar, the Nahamanite. So they agreed to meet together to go and sympathize with Job and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they did not recognize him. They began to weep loudly and to rip their garments apart, and they threw dust into the air and onto their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him, for they saw that his pain was very great. Chapter number 3 It was after this that Job began to speak and to curse the day of his birth, Job said, Let the day perish on which I was born. Also the night when someone said, A man has been conceived. Let that day be darkness. Let God above show no concern for it. Let no light shine upon it. Let the deepest darkness reclaim it. Let a rain cloud settle over it. Let whatever darkness the day terrify it. That night let the gloom seize it. 
Let it not rejoice among the days of a year, and let it not enter among the number of the month. Indeed, let that night become barren. Let no joyful cry be heard in it. Let those who curse the day put a curse on it, those who are able to awaken Leviathan. Let the stars of its twilight grow dark. Let it wait in vain for daylight, and let it not see the rays of dawn. For it did not close the doors of my mother's womb, nor did it hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? Why did I not perish when I came from the womb? Why were there knees to receive me, and breast to nurse me? For now I would be lying down undisturbed. I would be sleeping at at rest. With kings of the earth and their adversaries, who built for themselves places that are now in ruins. Or with the princesses who possessed gold, whose houses were filled with silver. And, or why was I not like a hidden miscarriage? Let children who has never seen the light, like children who has never seen the light. There even the wicked have ceased from agitation. There the weary are at rest. There the prisoners are at ease together. They do not hear the voice of the one forcing them to work. Small and great are the same there, and a slave is set free from his master. Why does he give light to one who is suffering, and life to those in bitter distress? Why do they long for death, but it does not come? They dig for it more than for hidden treasures, those who are rejoicing greatly, who are happy when they find the grave. Why does he give light to a man who has lost his way, whom God has hedged in? For in place of my food comes my sighing, and my groaning pours out like water. For what I have dreaded has come upon me, and what I have feared has fallen upon me. I have had no peace, no quiet, no rest, but trouble keeps coming. Chapter number 4 Eliphaz, the Tamanite, then said in reply, If someone tries to speak to you, will you become impatient? For who can hold back from speaking? Try, you have... True, you have corrected many, and you used to strengthen the weak hands. Your words would raise up anyone stumbling, and you would strengthen those knees were buckling. But now it has happened to you, and you are overwhelmed. It touches you, and you are dismayed. Does your revenge for God not give you confidence? Does your way of integrity not give you hope? Remember, please, what innocent person has ever perished. When have the upright ever been destroyed? What I have seen is that those who plough what is harmful, and those who sow trouble will reap the same. By the breath of God they perish, and those, and through a blast of his anger they become to an end. 
The lion roars and a young lion growls, but even the teeth of a strong lion are broken. A lion perishes for lack of prey, and the cubs of a lion are scattered. Now a word was brought to me in secret, and a whisper of it reached my ear. In troubling thoughts during visions of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, falls upon men, a terrible trembling came upon me, filling all my bones with dread. A spirit passed over my face. The hairs of my flesh bristled. It then stood still, but I did not recognize it, its appearance. A form was in front of my eyes. There was a calm, and then I heard a voice. Can a mortal man be more righteous than God? Can a man be cleaner than his own maker? Look, he has no faith in his servants, and he finds faults with his angels. How much more so with those dwelling in houses of clay, whose foundations is in the dust, who are crushed as easily as a moth. They are completely crushed from morning to evening. They perish forever, and no one takes notice. Are they not like a tent whose cords is pulled out? They die without wisdom. Chapter number five. Call, please. Is there anyone answering you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? For resentment will kill the foolish one, and envy will put the simple-minded to death. I have seen the foolish one taking root, but suddenly his dwelling place is cursed. His sons are far from safety, and they are crossed at the city gate, with no one to save them. The hungry one eats what he harvests, taking it even from among the thorns, and their possessions are ensnared. For harmful things do not sprout from the dust, and trouble does not spring from the ground. For a man is born for trouble, as surely as sparks fly upwards. But I would appeal to God, and to God I would submit my case, to the one doing great and unsearchable things, wonderful things without number. He gives rain to the earth, and sends waters upon the field. He raises the lovely up high, and he raised up the dejected ones to salvation. He frustrates the schemes of the crafty, so that the works of their hands do not succeed. He catches the wise in their own cunning, so that their plans of the screwed are thwarted. They meet with darkness during the day, and they grope about at midday as if it were night. He saves from the sword of their mouth, saving the poor from the hands of the strong, so that there is hope for the lovely. But the mouth of upright unrighteousness is shut. Look, happy is the man whom God reproves. So do not reject the discipline of the Almighty. For he causes pain, but binds up the wound. He breaks apart, but heals with his own hands. He will save you from six calamities. Even the seventh will not harm you. During famine he will redeem you from death and from the power of a sword during war. 
you will be protected from the lash of the tongue, and you will not fear devastation when it comes. You will laugh at destruction and hunger, and you will not fear the wild beasts of the earth, for the stones of the field will not harm you, and the wild beasts of the field will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is secure, and nothing will be missing when you inspect your pasture. You will enjoy many children, and your descendants will be as plentiful as the vegetations of the earth. You will still be strong when you go to the grave, like sheaves of grain gathered in the season. Look, we have investigated this, and it is so. Listen and accept it. Chapter number 6 Job then said in reply, If only my anguish could be fully weighed and put on scales together with my calamity, but now it is heavier than the sands of the sea. That is why my words have been wild talk, for the arrows of the Almighty have pierced me, and my spirit is drinking their venom. The terrors from God are lined up against me, Will a wild donkey cry out when it has grass, or will a bull bellow when it bellow when it has fodder? Is, is tasteless food eaten without salt, or is there a flavor in the juice of a mallow? I have refused to touch such things; they are like contamination in my food. Oh, that my request would be realized and that God would grant my desire, that God would be willing to crush me, and that he would reach out his hand and do away with me. For even that would bring me comfort. I would leap for joy despite the unrestlingly pain, unrelentingly pain, for I have not denied the one saying of the Holy One. Do I have the strength to keep waiting? And what end awaits me, that I should continue to live? Is my strength like that of rocks, or is my flesh made of copper? Is there any way that I can help myself, when all my means of support has been driven from me? Anyone who withholds loyal love from his fellow man will forsake the fear of the Almighty, my own brothers have been as treacherous as a winter stream, like the water of winter streams that rise up. They are darkened by ice, <clears throat> and in them the melting snow is hidden. But in due season they become waterless and comes to an end. When it becomes hot, they dry up. Their course is diverted. They flow into the desert and vanish. The caravans of Tema look for them. The travelers from Sheba waits for them. They are ashamed because of their misplaced trust. They come there only to be disappointed. For this is how you have become to me. You have seen the terror of my calamity, and you are afraid. Have I said, give me something or requested that you make a gift for me from your wealth? Have I asked you have I asked to be rescued from the hands of an all 
Have I asked to be rescued from the hands of an enemy, or to be saved from oppressors? Instruct me, and I will be silent. Help me to understand my mistake. Honest words are not painful, but what benefit can be found in your reproof? Are you scheming to reprove my words? A desperate man's saying, which the wind blows away. You would also cast lot over an orphan, and sell your own friend. So now turn and look at me, for I would not lie to your very faces. Reconsider, please, do not misjudge me. Yes, reconsider, for my righteousness is yet intact. Is my tongue speaking unjustly? Does my palate not discern that something is wrong? Chapter number seven. Is not the life of mortal man on earth like compulsory labor? And are not his days like those of a hired worker? Like a slave, he longs for the shadow, and like a hired worker, he waits for his wages. Thus I have been assigned month of futility, and nights of misery have been continued out for me, have been counted out for me. When I lie down, I ask, when will I get up? But as the night drags on, I toss restlessly until dawning of the day. My flesh is covered with maggots and cloth of dirt. My skin is full of scabs and pus. My days go by more quickly than a weaver's shuttle, and they come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is wind, that my eye will never again see happiness. The eye that sees me now will see me no more. Your eyes will look for me, but I will be gone. Like a cloud that fades and vanishes, the one who goes down to the grave does not come back up. He will not return again to his house, and his place will acknowledge him no more. Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in anguish of my spirit. I will complain in my bitter distress. Am I the sea or a sea monster, that you should set a guard over me? When I say, my couch will comfort me, my bed will help ease my misery, Then you terrify me with dreams, and frighten me with visions, so that I would choose suffocation, yes, death rather than this body of mine. I loathe my life. I do not want to go on living. Leave me alone, for my days are like a breath. What is a mortal man that you should concern yourself with him, and fix your attention on him? Why do you inspect him every morning, and test him every moment? Will you not look away from me, and leave me alone long enough to swallow my saliva? If I have sinned, how could I harm you, the observer of mankind? Why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my transgressions, and excuse my error, For soon I will lay down in the dust, and you will look for me, but I will be gone. So, this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 4th of 
April 2023. The time is 20.36 and it is Tuesday. Bye.